Hello, friends, and welcome to To the Phantom and Beyond. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And we're so happy to have you all along for this adventure. We're going to be diving right into all of our favorite movies, TV shows, and so many other fandom-related subjects, talking about all the things that we love and even some of the things we might not love. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. Now, this week's episode is a very important topic to us. Very, very. Um, it is one that we haven't necessarily discussed before, but we have talked about... Certain aspects. Certain aspects of it before, yes. So, um, back in season one, we did an episode um, when they first announced that they were doing a Percy Jackson and the Olympians uh, TV series on Disney+. Plus. It was big news. Fans all over the world were thrilled, ecstatic, and we were even more ecstatic when we found out that Rick Riordan himself would be present in the entire process mm-hmm. of the series. From start so, to end. For those of you who do know, Rick Riordan uh, wrote these books, I want to say it was 2005. Yeah, early 2000s. Um, when I was six around. <laughs> um, and these books, the series of books, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, they were huge. They still are huge. There's five series. There's five... Five books in the first series. There's five series in the universe. Right, right. Um, so Percy Jackson is the first series. Um, they're huge. Everybody... Most people love them, honestly. Mm-hmm. I love most them. Most teens love them. Um, and I was one of those teens. You know, it started out... Teens, young adults was like the target yeah. demographic. Because when I first read the books, I was probably about 11... 11 or 12, um, and that was 2010 right. around. And I um, didn't read them until just a couple years ago, so I was yeah. like 20, 22, 23 ish. Yeah, so when I first read these books, I was the same age basically as the kids in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't read the books before, I really suggest going to read them, especially if you are someone who is neurodivergent, has, you know, ADHD or dyslexia or any. Or you just kind of feel like. And different. Exactly. It's a very good series to promote diversity. Um, a lot of the characters in the book, most of the characters in the books have ADHD, have um, dyslexia. They have other forms of neurodivergency. And it's a big thing. Um, and so I always felt very connected to the mm-hmm. books. It was a huge part of my childhood. Basically right. the entirety of my childhood. <laughs> and I know Jillian remembers when I was, I want to say I was like, how old was I when the first movie came out? I don't know. I was, uh, well, no, okay, so the first movie did come out in 2010, so I started reading the books before that then. Right. No, um, I know you did, because when the movies came out, I was, you were ecstatic. very mad. I was, I was ecstatic for the movies to come out. I was like, right. yes, this is the best thing ever. Then they dropped, and I was pissed. I As was most livid. Fans were. Jillian and Mom had, they were like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because neither of us had read the books before, so we and had, then, we were like, why are you so pressed? Exactly. And then my mom read the books, and she loved them. She was like, okay, now I get why you're mad. I was like, thank you. Then Jillian read them. Finally, after all and those years. And she was years. like, okay, now I get why you're mad. I was like, thank you for understanding. Um, so when the series was announced, I was even be- I was even more thrilled. Like, right. more thrilled than I could be because I knew that Rick was going to be a part of the series. And he was going to help the show do justice exactly. to the source material. Because when the movie first came out, um, fans, of course, were pissed. There is no... It seemed... It basically seemed like someone who had been told the plot of Percy Jackson then decided to make it to a film. Right. Without is, uh, without ever reading. Exactly. They, it's like they got Cliff Notes it's, version. It's one of those it's one of those things where it's like the where it's where there's like a post where it's like, um, 
British people who have never seen Downton Abbey describe who what it's about. It's, oh, it seemed yeah. like one of those. Like, someone who's never read the books decides to describe what it is. Right. They have no idea. You know? It's, it, it, seemed, it seemed like somebody got, like, a Cliff Notes version of mm-hmm. the books and was like, okay, we're just going to chop things up. We're mm-hmm. going to do this. Oh, we're going to forget that character. We don't need that character. Exactly. We'll just have this other character do what that character does. And we're going to do things way differently. Exactly. And it was a huge thing because... It was. It's been such an important part of the 2000s, basically. And of that, so many people's childhoods. Exactly, and um, the, one of the biggest issues with this, with this, the two movies that they did, they did The Lightning Thief and they did Sea of Monsters, which are the first two books in the series. But they didn't even do Sea of Monsters. They didn't even do either of them right. Like and they didn't do either of them the, right. That's like the biggest thing. Well, the biggest issue with the movies is that Rick himself tried to give them notes. He said, this is what you've done wrong, this is what the fans aren't going to like, and they said, oh, you think you know? No. Uh, but it's like, I'm sorry, he's the author. He's the one he, who created these knows. stories. Yeah. He knows what we're going to want to see because he's the one who's been with us for this entire journey, you right. know? He's the one that's been getting the emails and the tweets and the fan mail and Exactly, and so he knows what we want to see. He knows what we're not going to want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... You know, people were pissed, rightly so. You know, it makes sense. I think he even advised history teachers not to show the movies in class when they do, like, units on Greek mythology. Exactly, because it's not, it's nowhere near what it should be. Um, So having Rick as part of the series is going to be an incredible thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We know he's writing for the series. He's going to be a co-producer. I think he's an, I think he's an executive. Executive producer, that's what it is. Um, And him and his wife, Becky are co-producers on, or executive producers on the show. I think they got an apartment Mm -hmm. near, you know, up in Canada, so they're going to be there the whole time. So, obviously, this is a huge, 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 huge deal. Right. Everybody was thrilled. Like, I remember when it was announced, like, you and I were, like, thrilled beyond belief, and, like, everybody online was talking about Mm -hmm. it. Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, everything was yeah. just blowing up with Percy Jackson. Yeah, and Rightfully now, so. Yeah, and now things are blowing up even more. Um, a few weeks back, they finally announced the casting. So, uh, uh, months ago, or I think even last year, they put out casting notice for the main trio. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the main trio, obviously, is Percy, Annabeth, and Grover. Right. The main three of the, of the first series, basically. Right. Um, and it's like, if you don't have that core group... You don't perfect. have the series. Like, if you don't have it perfect, everything else will exactly. fall apart. Like, it has to be perfect casting. Exactly. And there's a, there's a whole lot... There's a whole bunch of book series where that applies. You have the Harry Potter series. Had mm-hmm. Emma, Rupert, and um, Dan. Dan not been cast as Hermione, Harry, and Ron, we wouldn't have had the series. Or even if they, like, hadn't gone along, exactly. we probably wouldn't have gotten had, as um, good. Uh, there, I can't think of any other versions, but, like, there's so many... <laughs> Where you have to cast the right char- the right actors mm-hmm. to be that character, um, and it's it's sometimes it makes or break a show. It makes or breaks a show or a movie. That's mm-hmm. just how it goes. Um, so people were waiting with bated breath to see who was going to be yeah, cast as Percy. I mean, of course, you got people that were. I mean, you, you get you get this with pretty much any book to screen adaptation mm-hmm. where you get people fan casting. Yeah, and all so there the were time. there are a lot, um, and, and there have been fan casts. I'm sure for, there have been there have been fan casts of Percy Jackson for years, exactly. for years and years. Like for I've years. seen stuff um, where they were casting people that are clearly not suited for the role that like a complete different age age or ethnicity big... than like characters that are exactly supposed to be a certain ethnicity. You know. Um, but then 
as you know it starts getting closer people are fan casting you know more I don't know, I don't know if I want to say well known but like they're fan casting like children who are slightly more well known they're they're fan casting children who have been in like big blockbuster things right which, which is fine it, it's totally fine and we have no problem with it but the biggest issue with that is what you're going to have happen is you're going to have you're going to say you say they would cast um Say they had cast, like, uh, Kiernan Shipka Mm -hmm. as Annabeth, right? Then what you're going to have happen is you're going to have all of Kiernan Shipka's fans, which is no problem, diving into the show. But here's what's going to happen is they're only going to focus on her. They're not going to talk about anything else. That's all they're going to focus on. And no no shade to Kiernan because I love her as an actress. She's too old for Annabeth. But you understand what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. Um, it, It's one of those things where if you cast a well-known actor or actress in a smaller in like the main role it, it just kind of it, it no I get kind what of, you're saying it gives you tunnel vision on that mm-hmm. person so here and a lot of people have the same idea is that when you were casting the big the big three in this series those three need to be cast as you know up-and-comers right you know p- kids maybe who haven't been in a couple of things but they're exactly. not exactly like blockbuster exactly no, and fame, so you know? ones that are finally getting into it and finally mm-hmm. making their, you know, making their break. Right. And that's what they did. Um, and then when it comes to the gods and goddesses. Or even the adults in general. Exactly. You can cast higher up A-list actors because they're not necessarily in the series as, as much. much as the kids. Right. The kids need to be kids who we don't see, a, who we don't know as well. So mm-hmm. we can get to them and we, and we can get to see who they are as people. Right. Who they are as actors and actresses. Exactly. Um, and, and so I think that's what a lot of people, I think that's what a lot of like diehard fans have been wanting exactly. for a while is to have unknowns, like people have compared it to the Harry Potter franchise yeah. where they got Rupert, Emma and Dan, and Dan were relatively unknown actors yeah. when they both, when all, when the three of them got cast in Harry mm-hmm. Potter, but then they had super well-known British you actors. Maggie as Smith the, as and, the uh, who's it? Maggie Smith and... Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Um, you Helena have Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. You have all of these big-name actors and actresses who come in and they kind of help push the series right. along. They help, they help lift up these younger actors like, without overshadowing them. They basically them. give them a chance to work in an environment that they're not used to and they mm. give them a chance to say, I want to see what you're made of. We're going to see right. what happens. Right. Um, and so that's what they have done this time around. Um, so a few weeks back, they announced who was going to be Percy. So this actor, his name is Walker Scobell. He, he is... if you haven't, if you don't know who he is, he was in, he was recently in the film, The Adam Project on, on, Netflix. on Netflix. It was him, Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Jennifer Garner, Zoe Zaldana, right? So he was good. incredible. This kid. And I'm pretty sure that's his first acting credit too. Yes, this kid. First of all, and let me point this out there. Wh- let's all say he can cry. Okay, yes. he can cry. And for those of you who know, <laughs> for those of you who know, that is my biggest thing when it comes to acting. If I can, if I see you cry, if if I can, if you cry without, if you, can, if, you if she can see real tears. And you don't look stupid. Then I know I know you're a good actor, actress. Like I'm sorry, but that's that's my one that's my one pet peeve with shows and movies and with kids. And like there are some kids who are actors and actresses who I'm sorry, y'all can't cry to save your own life. But then you have other actors. And okay, so Bailey Madison when she was in oh, yeah. uh, SVU, she cried incredibly. Um, Abigail Breslin. Abigail Bre- and mind you, most of these are from SVU. Abigail Breslin was incredible in this. 
Um, I think it was, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, uh, she played Haley on, um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, what is I, her... I know, I know, I know who you're talking what about though. I know who you're talking about. I know who Sarah Highland. Yeah. Her. Sarah Highland. She could cry as a child. That's what I need. That's what you need to see because in my opinion, if you can cry like that, if you can give that raw emotion, then you may, you can make it right. anywhere. Like, like it's one thing to be able to do, like anybody can, pretty much anyone can do a comedic role. Yeah. If, uh, well, let's I said pretty much everyone. Like, most people can do comedy Most people can do comedy. Most people can do, you know, anger and um, frustration and whatnot. But if you can do tears, if you can give me that gut-wrenching, raw emotion, I know you're someone who I want to, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. Right. And so that's what Walker showed. He did great in that role. His sarcasm was on point. I mean, he went, he was, like, going toe-to-toe with Ryan Reynolds. And it was, like, wonderful. And let's, and we all know that Ryan Reynolds is just peak comedy peak sarcasm yeah it just works so well and so as soon as walker was announced because i remember i was at i was here at the house Mm -hmm. i think you were at work i was at work and i got i got a twitter message from her i saw it on twitter and you know what's funny though is here okay so here's a little little insight to my to me at work one i yes i always have my phone on me i'm not supposed to but i do two (laughs) the wi-fi at work sucks majorly so what happens is if i'm on twitter say in the back of the store i'll be on twitter nothing will be loading pictures all that loads are titles and like headlines and hashtags i don't see anything else and it doesn't refresh you don't use your data i try but it doesn't work that's the thing so the data at my store does not work when i'm there there's no signal so it's just constant frustration and so you sent me this i couldn't load it i i it just sat there and i was like so, but I was I was thrilled anyway. I was like, thank you. Because I remember I was so excited. I don't remember what exactly I was doing. I just know that I was here at the house. I'm grateful I wasn't working when it when it dropped because yeah. I would have not been able to focus on. And then as I would have seen it first. To. And I was just like, I was freaking out. I was like, this is incredible. We finally have Percy, and he is perfect. Exactly. Like it he was. Is, I'm I'm sure I'm pretty sure that most of the fandom agrees that he is just going to perfectly encapsulate. Percy's sarcasm it really like he he just has that perfect quality and obviously there was a little bit of um some fans I know had a little bit of issue with him being blonde because in the books Percy is known to have dark hair right um but I wasn't too pressed about it. I was right. like, you know what? I'm like, he's good. If they, I, I don't if care. If they choose to, they could always dye his hair. Yeah, but I don't know not, if they will. It's not an end-all be-all. Here's the thing. I, d- I think they're less likely to, like, make kids dye their hair than they are adults. Right. You know? Like, I don't want it to be something like, um, like, uh, what, um, uh, KJ Appa does on Riverdale, where he dyes his hair, like, three times a week. I mean, he is. To be a redhead a grown adult and but that's what i'm saying is like i don't want it to be like that for right. walker where he's like where they're like okay well we have to dye your hair three times a week so mm-hmm. you can be a brunette like that's just to be fair I, I feel like it's easier though going from yes but that's not the point the point is anyways the point is for those of you who do who have dyed your hair before who do know about dyeing your hair it can the more destroy. you dye your hair the more likely it is that you it'll start damaging your hair right and that's a big thing. It, I mean, it's more likely, I think, with, like, bleaching your hair, but still. Yeah, I think I think bleaching your hair over and over to dye it different colors is what damages it the most. I know. So, it's it's a thing. You know, it's a big thing. Um, so, I'm not... I wasn't too pressed about it. I was just like, hey, you know what? He looks I mean, good. He, he's going to be a good Percy. Right. Honestly, he's going to be an incredible Percy. And I think that I read that 
he likes to skateboard. So what I need is, is skateboarding. Percy. What we He's need riding through the streets of Manhattan on a skateboard, listening to two thousand. This is what songs. I need. I need him. I need him. I need the opening scene. With his, I, I, like, with I know. His, uh, we all know. Right, we all know how the how the book starts. That's fine. But I also really want an opening scene for some reason of just him him skateboarding down in a blue hoodie, just trekking, just you know, skateboarding mm-hmm. with his head his earbuds in his uh mp3 player in his back pocket yep. and like the song that you hear you hear is just um maybe it's just i'm just a kid and life is a nightmare no, just something, I didn't or, something like or more even, like more of a beat well yeah i know that but maybe maybe he was he's like even rocking out to um maybe he's even rocking out to uh something uh, about the ocean i just think that'd be really funny <laughs> that would be funny but like we need something you know we need yeah, this yeah. 2000s music and, and i think Rick, that and then he likes he like comes to a stop and then he pulls out his he earbuds. pulls out his earbuds and he looks up and he's like, "Look, I, I didn't want, want to be a half blood." And then it immediately do, it does one of those like flash jump cut things yeah, where yeah. It, like it like goes like and it just it like could cuts. Be, it could be where it's like it's like the it's like right before school starts. Okay, and then he's narrating he's, as he's walking. And then bro, and so then we cut to the end of the previous Bro, school year. Can, okay, I know this is like not at all in the vein of the of what the books are, but can we please, please, please get like an office style Percy Jackson where he's breaking the fourth wall and please, he's I just like that so much. And it's like and a it, parks like office having it, style. Having it having one of those moments where he's like talking to Grover or something and they're at the Met and they're all talking and then Clarice or not Clarice, um uh Nancy says something completely just and ridiculous. He just looks at the camera like, like Jim does. He just looks at the camera and he's just like, Can you believe her? <sighs> And he just turns around and just keeps it like I just I want it so bad. It I know it's funny. not gonna I know I it's not how the series is gonna go, but I think it'd be great. I it do, would be pretty funny. I do think their best bet would be to have Walker, you know, voicing over. But I know a lot of people were saying that what they would love is to have like an older Percy be yeah. the one to voice over, which I think would I be think cool that too. would be cool. And I'm just saying, he's telling the story to him and Annabeth's kids. Let's be real. I'm just saying. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry, this is completely off, like, any of the casting, but what we need is we need, how about they do, like, a How I Met Your Mother style, and we uh-huh. have, we have, um, Phil and Claire from Modern Family <laughs> as the older Percy and Annabeth sitting there <laughs> telling this story, and their kids are just sitting there like, you did what now? See, that would, that would work in alternate universe, I not know. with the current casting I know, that's we what have. I was saying. Well, hey, you never know, some kids' hair gets darker as they get older. It's fine. But... But comparing <clears throat> our now canon Annabeth. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's gonna work very well, Annika. I didn't think about that. I don't think I, that's gonna work. I wasn't even thinking about that at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't see how that's gonna. I mean, she went through some serious stuff, but I don't think it's enough to change her entire skin tone. Okay, I'm gonna be completely honest. All I was thinking about was book Annabeth and Percy, and that's I know. And here, okay, I know. you guys, for those of you who have followed us before, you know this is that we see Claire and Phil as Percy and Annabeth. Yes, we do. Like their personalities, and in we're not show. the only ones. No, we're not the only we're ones. Not the only so, ones. like that was immediately what I they thought of. I didn't even. Percy I totally energy. didn't even register. <laughs> Anyways. Something like that would be great. That would be But funny. just, like, having an older Percy voicing over, you know, would be awesome. I say Chris McCarroll. I think Chris McCarroll would be great. Or, like we had mentioned before, having Chris McCarroll and uh, Kristen... Kristen Stokes. Kristen Stokes. Having little cameos walking up the stairs of the Met. I literally just want them sitting on the steps of the Met, like, Chris with a guitar just playing and her just singing in the background. And here... And what they're singing is they're just singing... Um, 
Oh, they can just one be of the songs like, from the show. They can just be like, "Where do we go when it's over? What do you do when it comes to the last day of summer?" And they're just singing it. They're just chilling, and he just kind of walks by, and he's just like, and he's kind of like, "Oh, yeah, that's a jam." And then he just walks, and he just keeps uh-huh. going. I think that'd, that'd be, great. be funny. Anyways, back on track where we're going. Um, so Walker Scoville obviously is playing Percy Jackson. Fantastic. Amazing. I'm Cannot excited wait. to see who they get to play his mom. I, and okay, I'll get to that in a minute because we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> I have it, I have it all down. Okay. 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 And then, all right. And then we have uh, a few weeks after that. So mind you, in the following weeks after he was announced as Percy, everyone. everybody, Annabeth, hashtag Annabeth was trending. Because everyone was like, everybody where's Annabeth? Wanted to know Who's who Annabeth? Was. Who is she going to be? Like, and Becky was on Twitter just being like, guys, calm down. We know. Believe me, we want to announce her, but just like, give us a moment. There's kind things of thing. that we've got to, exactly. that we've got to finalize first. So, and then, uh, what, like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, they announced. It feels like longer, honestly. I, know, I think it, I think it's only been like a week and a half or two weeks or something. Maybe that they finally announced who was going to be playing Annabeth and Grover. So Annabeth is going to be played by uh, Leah Sava Jeffries. Adorable. Then, yes, and then Grover is going to be played by uh, Ariane Simadri. I want to say I want. I really hope I'm saying that right. Little um, cutie pie. So those two are both. Uh, they're both people of color. For those of you who don't haven't seen the announcements yet which how could you have not when they've it, been everywhere? everywhere literally everywhere i go I see and it. the one thing that everybody has been talking about since the announcement is, is that we have a black annabeth yes and now for those of you who have read the books or who haven't annabeth in the books is described as having princess curls blonde princess curls and looking like that typical kind california of california girl so yeah. she's you know kind of tan and has like the, she has uh, gray eyes and she has blonde princess curls. That's how she's described in the books, okay? Leah, for those of you who have seen her, she is a young black girl. No problem whatsoever. I have no problem with it. Here's the thing. I want to say one thing. I'm sure... I, I know that for a fact that both of us in the beginning were very adamant that oh, yes. Annabeth be a white blonde girl. Yes, that's, we were very because, adamant. I remember us talking about it. I'm sure we talked about it in the first episode because you are such a diehard fan of the books. I, I am, and I've I've always been that way when it comes to books in general. And I've, I feel like for both of us, we've always both kind of been on the, on the, I don't know what word I'm trying to think of, of where, however a character is described in the books, that's mm-hmm. how they need to look exactly. in adaptations because that's how people picture them, so that's how they need to exactly. look. Exactly, and that's, and that's, and I won't deny that I was that I'm like that. I mean, when I when I writing writing my books, I am like, okay, well, how do I want this character to look? And then I describe how they look because exactly. that's how I want them to look. Exactly. And so we we both did have that tendency in the beginning when we were talking about the casting in the beginning, um, before anyone was cast. We were like, no, she needs to be a young blonde girl, a young white blonde. Mm-hmm. That's just how she was described. Here's what I will say: is the second that Leah was put out mm-hmm. as being Annabeth. My media reaction was just hell yes. Oh yeah, I, I was, was like thrilled. I've One, never seen her work, but I if if Rick is vouching for her, that's my thing. Is if Rick says yes. I have all my faith in... I put mm-hmm. all my faith into Rick. I it's put, like, he's the one who knows these characters and, best. And let me say, okay, so... Um, obviously, there's been a huge ton of backlash with, mm-hmm. with her being cast. Um, so I'm going to... Really quick, I'm going to read something that Rick put out about Leah being cast as Annabeth. 
So in his words, he says, Leah is exactly the way I imagined Annabeth in the books. Smart, strong, and courageous. A true daughter of Athena who has zero patience for the foolishness of a certain seaweed brain. Direct quote from his Twitter, okay? Mm-hmm. If Rick is saying that, I don't see why any of us should have a problem right. with it. And and I've seen other people talking about how, you know, there are some fans that are like, oh, but, you know, her being blonde is such a big part no, of the character. No, it's really not. And it's like, here's the thing. I used to have that mindset, too. Well, yeah. We both did. There is, because there is a moment, you know, there a big part of her character is that she doesn't want to be seen as this dumb blonde. And right. that's a big thing. But also, if you think about it, that same rule can apply to Leah but being But I'm past pretty Annabeth. sure that the dumb blonde thing only comes into play in Mark of Athena. Exactly. And that's not until the second series. Exactly. But also, it's like, it just, the fact that people are getting so bent out of shape about this mm-hmm. baffles me. Because... Like why one right. and I've and I've seen sorry I've seen the take recently of people saying that by making Annabeth black, it adds more weight to her not feeling like she's good enough. Exactly, that is a feeling big thing. Like she's being underestimated by people. Exactly, and I think it'll and it'll, not taken seriously. Exactly, and it'll add a whole lot more to her story. And I'm just especially saying, in the second series. When yeah, we get and how about this? Hyper okay, and how about um, thinking about it right now is uh, how about uh, uh, Athena? How about she is cast as a uh, Gina Davis? Ooh. Please, Gina Davis. Hold on, where's my head at? Wait, hold on. Am I saying the right one? Gina Davis from who, uh, which actress are you thinking of? From Suits and Nine One One Lone Star. That's not. That's who, not Gina Davis. Is it her name, Gina? Damn it. Hold on. Hold We're going to look this up here. I'm going to make sure I'm saying the right name because I'm not Cause she's Because she's from from Firefly. Firefly. Yes. That's not Gina Davis. What is her name then? Because I am I know her name and I don't know why is I think it, it's, it's Gina not, Davis. I don't think it's Gina Davis. I was pretty sure I was saying the right. If I'm wrong, if you're telling me I'm wrong, I'm going to punch you. Gina. I feel like... Torres. Gina Torres. That's Who's right. Gina Davis? Is there a Gina Davis? Isn't that? Gina Davis a white woman? <laughs> no, but she's just a, an unknown on here for uh, something called The Swan. So, Gina Davis, I'm sorry, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Gina Torres. That's who I'm thinking of. I could see. Okay, either Gina Torres or, um, oh, who, the other one, um, the other lady I'm thinking of. Oh, come on. She's friends with Zachary Levi, and I know that doesn't give you anything. Mm -mm. Um, she did, oh my gosh, what is, no, it's gonna, it's gonna bug me now, guys. I know. But anyways, Gina, Gina Torres would be incredible as Athena. I think she would be fantastic. There's one or... actress that people were that some people were suggesting, but I don't remember who it is. <gasps> How about they get Lupita Nyong'o to play Athena? Badass, yes. I feel like she might be a little on the younger. Like she looks like she's on the younger side, so I feel like getting. She's a goddess. She can look however she wants. I know, but Athena is supposed to be like look more. You know, like in my head at least. That is true. That is true. Athena's I understand that. To look I get more, that. More like matronly. But, well, yeah, but I mean. Also, Lupita Nyong'o is just know, hot. Like I don't I know. care. She's gorgeous. I'm not so denying that. So how about how about either her or Gina? Maybe even um, oh, who would be? Oh, who was I thinking of? Now there's a lady that we watch on something, and I don't know the name. Of, hold on, don't shake your head at me. I know, <laughs> I know. Ooh, okay. I don't know that. I cannot remember the actress's name, but she played uh, Mina Okafor on The Resident. Oh, yeah. She would be badass. I feel like she's also on the younger side. Jillian! Catherine! I'm sorry! I'm sorry. I just, for me, I feel like whoever plays Athena... Okay, how about Angela to... Bassett? I'd be okay with it. I'd or be just, okay with it. Or how about Angela Bassett playing Hera? That's who I was thinking of, not <laughs> Athena. 
<laughs> my mind was mixing up the two. Hera needs to look more matronly. Yeah, I don't I was care like, how old Athena looks. I was going to say. Anyways. I'm sorry, guys. No, no. It's, it's, it's been hard. a long weekend. It has. But I think, you know, I think Leah's going to do fantastic. I but do, here's, too. Here's the biggest thing, is that the trolls online are getting out of hand. They got her TikTok banned, first of all. Which is ridiculous. Which, like, w- really? TikTok? Out of all things you're going to ban her from, you ban her from TikTok? Like... You couldn't be more of 10-year-olds. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. But, like, it was ridiculous. And um, so after all of this... And it's like, here's the thing. These people clearly have nothing better to do with their lives than attacking a literal child mm-hmm. over and, this. And it's ridiculous because, one, why? And, two, why? why? It's like, what? why do they feel the need to do it? Like, what is it going to accomplish? All it's accomplishing is showing us that you're childish mm-hmm. and a jerk and a racist and yeah, all sorts of other things. And so here's the thing, okay? So um, Rick, on May 10th, he put out a statement on his page, on uh, his website. So I'm going to read a, a small section of it. If you, I'm going to make sure to put a link in the bio in the description. We'll put a link somewhere. So you guys can read it yourselves. Um, so he does start off by saying that he's not speaking for any of the team, any of Leah and her family, the, the Disney Plus, no one. He's, this is specifically his response. So once, one, one part he starts out by saying um, is that uh, Leah brings so much energy and enthusiasm to this role, so much of Annabeth's strength. She will be a role model for new generations of girls who will see her in the kind of hero they want to be. Um, and he explains, you know, if you have a problem with this casting, talk it up with him. He's fine with it. He, he'll talk to you about it. Um, and then um, he and he does go on to say that at one point, you know, last year uh, when they put out the casting announcement, he did make it clear that they were they were going by Disney Plus's standards for casting, which means that they um, we are committed to divert to diverse inclusive casting for every role please submit qualified performers without regard to disability gender race ethnicity age color national origin sexual orientation gender identity or any other basis prohibited by law that's what they did mm-hmm. they didn't care who you were it they just wanted you to, to audition casting. exactly and he does you know and that's what it was for all three of the yes. the main trio i think that i think that they said that the main trio was open casting but every other role is going through exactly and then he does go on to say um that this trio is the best the leah jeffries is annabeth chase which if he's saying that then i don't know why anyone else is arguing Mm -hmm. with him he's the one who created annabeth he's the one who should get to tell you whether or not she's Annabeth. like that's that's all that matters um and so he talks a, a bit about people's reactions and them you know being like oh i'm not racist i'm not you know none of that right yeah you are and so he goes on and he um he's talking about it um and let's see he says he says um once you see leah's annabeth she'll become exactly the way you imagine annabeth assuming you give her that chance but you refuse to credit that this may be true you are judging her appropriateness for this role solely and exclusively on how she looks she's a black girl playing someone who was described in the books as whites as white friends that is racism and so he he talks about um, uh, an article from a doctor and her expla- explanation about um, bias and whatnot. Um, but his his last point is, and this is a bit longer, but I'm, I want to put it out there so you can all hear this in you know in his words. 
The core message of Percy Jackson has always been that di that difference is strength. There is power in plur plurality. The things that distinguish us from one another are often our marks of individual greatness. You should never judge someone by how well they fit your pre preconceived notions. That neurodivergent kid who has failed out of six schools, for instance, may well be the son of Poseidon. Mm -hmm. Anyone can be a hero. If you don't get that, if you're still upset about the casting of this marvelous trio, then it doesn't matter how many times you have read the books. You didn't learn anything from them. Watch the show or don't. That's your call. But this will be an adaptation that I am proud of and which fully honors the spirit of Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Taking the bedtime story I told my son 20 years ago to make him feel better about being neurodivergent and improving on it so that kids all over the world can con can continue to see themselves as heroes at Camp Half-Blood. Mm -hmm. And that is in Rick's own words. So in my opinion, if you think that you have any other say over who should be cast in these roles, I'm sorry, but you don't. And even it's Becky like... herself put out on Twitter, she said that, um, I, I believe her words were like, um, how was it? Uh, like, you don't own Annabeth. She's not right, yours. Right. Like, she, nobody owns her. So nobody gets a say, really. Right. And it's like, people, like, it's not going to change the casting. Exactly. And, like, support for Leah has been shown from the entire Percy Jackson mm -hmm. universe. Chris McCarroll, Kristen Stokes, they both put out messages saying how thrilled they were right. for her to be cast. Mm -hmm. And mind you, Kristen Stokes what played Annabeth on Broadway. on Broadway in the Percy Jackson musical. And she's, she played she's white and blonde and she's giving her a seal of approval exactly. to this young Not only girl. that, not only that, but um Alexandra Daddario yeah, also who played Annabeth in the uh the movie, movie. She gave her stamp of approval saying she is going to be great. Fantastic. Mind you, I was a little peeved when Annabeth in the movie had dark hair. But right. that's just because I was still in the mindset of she needs to be blonde. Right. That and was I, my... And I think that, obviously, that was, like, the tipping point... Exactly. ...for people's problems with Annabeth in the movie. They used, you know, the fact that she wasn't blonde, and they... And it was more than that, though, obviously. Yeah, there was so much more, but that was a big thing for me. I, I've always... Mm -hmm. I was always I mean, that person. I was the same way. But now, seeing the trio... Together, side their by picture, side. Seeing the way they look together makes me confident that this show is going to be a success. It makes me excited. And who's to say they can't give her, like, little, like, blonde highlights or something yeah. in her But hair. also, like, honestly, being it doesn't blonde, matter. being white and blonde is not the biggest part of the story. It's not the biggest part of Annabeth's character. It's really not. Like, the biggest part of her character is her being a it's badass <laughs> girl. Is her being badass and smart and an incredible person. And that's something that people need to focus on mm -hmm. more. And essentially showing up Percy every chance she every gets. Every single chance she gets. Being so, competitive. Being intelligent. Exactly. Being a good fighter. Yeah. You know. And there are so many moments in the books that we see that, that have nothing to do with what she looks like. Right. At all. And I'm pretty, like I, and like I mentioned earlier, is that I'm pretty sure the only time where she uses the, the dumb blonde trope is in... Mark of Athena, which is in the second book series. Exactly. And I will admit, you know, I have gone off on people for saying, you know, well, Annabeth needs to be a person of color, blah, you know, diversity, mm -hmm. years, a couple of years back, because I wanted to see the cast how I pictured them in the book. Right. That was how I wanted them. But now... I was the same way, but now I'm like, who cares? Now, really, I don't have a problem, honestly. I'm sorry. If you have a problem still... That's, that's on your you. issue. Then you and it's one of those things. And if anyone has seen, uh, what is it? 
If anyone's seen um, Bambi, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I'm sorry. That's just how it goes. I'm pretty sure they say that in Bambi Thumper. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, don't look at me like that. It's, I know what movie I'm talking about. It's been years, okay. I, you know, he's just it's like, just like Thumper. If you don't have anything nice to, to say, say, don't say anything at all. Like, come on, yeah. man. So that's, you know, there. Now, rounding that out, we are going to take a bit of a levity with this. Um, so now we're going to take a moment to discuss the most important things we want to see in the series. Well, hold on. We didn't even talk about Grover. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry, I got so caught up. Grover, yes, um, Aryan, <laughs> Aryan Sumatri. I really hope I'm pronouncing that right because I feel really bad if I wasn't. Um, he is, I believe, he's East East, East Asian. East Asian, I want to say. I, I think. I believe so. He does, as opposed to Leah and Walker, he has a little bit more acting experience. He's been right. in a few other things. Leah's been in a couple things. And I know she and has then, a couple things coming up. Yeah, soon. and then Walker has only been in, I think, The Adam Project, as opposed to, you know, what's coming up. So, um, Ariane is playing I think Grover. he actually has something coming on to... I want to say it's coming to Disney Plus or Netflix or something. Some streaming service. He has uh, Ariane. Yeah, yeah. He's doing um, the... Uh, what is it? Cheaper by the, the no, cheaper no, by the not, not that it's something else. It was some kind of show that he did, like a play or something. I don't know. I I saw it somewhere. Anyways, okay. Um, so he's playing Grover, and honestly, I think it works for Grover. I think, I think it does. I think he's going to be the per. And here's the thing. So Ariane, I believe, is fourteen. He just turned. I think he just turned. I want to say he just turned sixteen. Did he? Yeah, because 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 Walker just turned. 13. 13. And Leah, I think, is 14. I thought, I thought Leah was, no, like, 12. She might be. I thought younger. she was 12. And then, because um, I think Ariane, I think he just Yeah, so he, 16. no, he's 15. He's 15? Okay, he just I believe, Let's see. Um, he is, I'm looking on his thing. Um, he was in that, okay, so he was in that movie Spin that's yeah, on Disney+. Plus. I haven't seen it. Um, neither have I. Uh, let's see. I haven't seen Cheaper by the Dozen either. Um, okay, so he... It was in Broadway as Walter and Trevor the Musical. Yeah, that's, that's the that's, one. That's the that's what's coming to streaming. Yes, soon. Um, and he's been in a few other things. Um, Does it say how old he is? It says he's fifteen. Okay, so he just. I feel like it was sixteen that he just turned. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it said he was just fifteen, and then. Anyways. Um. So he's the oldest, and here's the thing: is um. And that's okay because Grover is supposed to be a little bit exactly. older. Exactly. Grover is supposed to. I think in the books it does describe him as having kind of a wispy beard. Right. But here, and here's the thing: is but they're twelve. The, but it's not the end all be all. Exactly. So it's kind of one of those like, ooh, he's he has a beard, but like it, it's fine. He's supposed to be older because he's. A satyr. He does. He's not necessarily he, Percy's he, they age. They age differently than humans do. Exactly. So I'm thrilled that they got a slightly older actor mm-hmm. to play him um, because it'll and work well. And I'm glad well. that they're keeping Percy and Annabeth on the younger side. Thank you, heavens. <laughs> Thank you. And because we all know how that controversy went down when they cast, you know, what eight twenty-year-olds or something yeah. to play Percy and like, Annabeth in the movie. I feel like there's a limit. There's a line when it comes to cre- taking creative liberties, mm-hmm. but when you like, there's some things where I'm fine when they take creative liberties. You know, kind like of when they when they things so like when they bit. when they aged up the characters in Shadowhunters, I had no problem with that because one, it didn't, it didn't affect the story exactly. But when they age up someone who's supposed to be 12 and be 17 by the end of the series, 16, 
it doesn't work because here's the thing there's because a specific the core there's a specific the story. prophecy in it that says uh a child of the big three gods will reach 16 against all odds and like that is like the the like, whole thing the whole point is that they most of them if they don't stay at camp do not make it past the age of 16. so having characters who are 16 living out in the world who are demigods doesn't Especially work very well. a son of Poseidon. Exactly. That's it. Doesn't it? Doesn't work. So having them as sixteen-year-olds in the show in the movie did not do. It doesn't. It doesn't right. do it. It can't work. And and it's funny though because yes, you know they were older, and I think that people m- much of the fandom has said that Logan Lerman would be a good Percy for like the Heroes of Olympus era. Exactly. You know, like as an older Percy, he would have been good. But exactly. in the first series. He was too. His character. He was too jaded. Yeah, in the he felt for, very jaded for how he was supposed to be. Um, and I'm excited to see how, be with Arion being older. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how that translates to him playing Grover because mm-hmm. Grover in the books is a little bit more kind of Timid. skittish. Yeah. He's he's a little skittish, you know. Yeah. Um, and we don't get nervous. We don't get any of that in the movie. In the right. movie, we get. Grover is being more confident, which I'm sorry, but that's not who Grover is in the beginning. Right. He's not a confident person. Mm. Um, like, the whole point is that he's scared of failing again. Exactly. And we see that in the books. We see him scared. We see how much he wants uh, his searcher's license right. and all of this, this whole big thing. And, and we see we see his progression whenever he's in the story so, of him gaining this confidence. Yeah. And so, honestly, I'm super excited. Also, I'm sorry, but I really want to see... I want to see them. I want to see the look on Walker's face as Percy when he realizes that Grover is a satyr. Oh my god! I want to see it. I want to see Grover being a satyr. I mean, Arion being Grover as a like. I right. want to see. It. I'm so excited to see him. I'm excited to see all three of them in really? these roles and to see what they bring to it because obviously, you know, we have the source material, so we know at the core what their characters are supposed to be. So then, to get to be able to see them embody those characteristics, it's going to be fantastic. Exactly. Um, so now we're going to move into a little bit more levity. Um, so we're going to discuss maybe, uh, the, like the biggest things we need from the series. Okay. So, um, there's a good chunk of things that are most important. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first one being the Oracle, because if the Oracle is not, the Oracle wasn't in the movie until the second one. So the Oracle, but he doesn't, I don't think, does he even get go to the oracle in the second no book? but mind you they still talk about the prophecy no i know but because he goes to the oracle in the first book right? and that's but that's what i'm but saying not in the second that's what one. i'm saying is in the in the movies it. in the movies he doesn't see the oracle in the first one but he goes in the second one in the books he goes in the first one and i don't think he goes in the second one um because i think or is the, it the because i know the oracle comes down out of the i think that's house the in one of the second books. Is that the second or third one? I could be wrong. I don't remember, but I know... I, but, I just started rereading them. Same. So I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of getting back into it. But, like, the Oracle is a big, big, big part of the series because she's the one that gives them the prophecies. Mm-hmm. She's the one that, that tells them, what, you know, hands out quests and whatnot. Right. It's not like in the movie where they're like, I volunteer to go on the... No, you don't volunteer for anything. Sit your ass down. That's not your choice. <laughs> no. I volunteer for tribute. No. No, that's not how that works. The oracle decides. 
That's that's all that happens. I don't think the Oracle decide. Does the Oracle decide who goes on the quest? I'm pretty sure, or I'm pretty sure, like the Oracle has some say or something. You know, like the Oracle is the one that gives out the prophecy. Exactly, that's the most important thing. But like, that's a big thing, and they didn't have that. And like, I'm sorry, but you can't you can't do the series without the Oracle because here's the thing. The Oracle, if we don't have the Oracle, we, we don't won't have, get a Ra- Rachel Elizabeth Dare. We need her. And we need her. I'm, I'm like, we need her. And I really, okay, here's the thing. I know that Rachel Elizabeth Dare is supposed to be, you know, what, 15? Because she's supposed to be the same age as Percy. Percy Annabeth. Yeah, here's I the thing. think so. I know she's supposed to be their age. But I'm not saying that I wouldn't love to have Madeline Petch as Rachel Elizabeth Dare just with her hair. Like that hair. Yeah, but. Or, or Kat yeah. McNamara. They're, yes, but they're too I old. I know that. Too I'm aware of that. I just, I love the idea of I one of them. I could see Sadie Sink doing it. Ooh. She, she might be able to pull it Sadie off. Sadie Sink, please. Let's she, do it. I don't know how old she's supposed to be right now. That's one of those things is. is Rachel Elizabeth Dare has to be played by someone who has red hair. Solely because red. R-E-D. She's, that, that's the whole part of her character is being a redhead. Like that is... I'm sorry. It's just one of those things where, like, you picture Rachel Elizabeth there, as she's said in the books, Uh that curly red hair. Right, red hair. And being a painter and artist. That's just who she is. Um, And so, like, having... If we don't get the Oracle, we don't get R.E.D. That's just... We need it. I'm sorry. We need her. We need both of them. She is the Oracle at that point. So that's a big thing. You know, the prophecies and how he reacts, I guess. Mm Because, like, I'm sorry, but he didn't react properly in the first one. I mean... Let's be real. There was no prophecy in the first one. They just we didn't went. get it. That was a whole. That was a whole other issue. They snuck out of camp, and I'm pretty sure it's the the second one is supposed to be the one where they sneak. I out. I think so. I think no, they do sneak out in the second one. Yeah, in the movie at least. <clears throat> yeah, the second one is their ba- is the characters' backgrounds and seeing them before they come to camp. Because mm-hmm. in the books, we get backstory to who Percy is, to who Annabeth is. Luke. I need um, flashbacks of baby Annabeth. Really? Please. Give me flashbacks on. of baby Annabeth. That's all that we need. Um, and it's just, it, it, we need to see more of who they are before camp. Right. Um, because that's a big part of their story is understanding who they were in their home lives mm-hmm. versus who they are at camp. And I especially want to, like, I want to see Percy in his dorm room with really his, with his dorm buddy, not buddies. Yeah. With, you know, with the other kids in the hall. Exactly. The, the rich kids. I want to see, I want to see Percy at their apartment with Sally, with Gabe. I want to see that. I want to see that relationship. Um, I think it'd be wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, to finally get a more in-depth look at who they all, all are. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Reading the books, you can only picture it so much. Especially, well, especially the first series because it is told from Percy's perspective. So we don't get as we much get more, of the other characters' yeah, backstories. We get more of... Unless they're telling him. Exactly. We get more of this... Narr- this uh, Is it narrative? Or this... We get more of him being told what their lives were like mm-hmm. rather than seeing it. So I think it'd be interesting if we were to be able to see who they were before. Right. Um, and that's a big thing. Especially seeing, being able to see little Annabeth, little Luke and Talia, and Talia seeing their their evolution, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I'm sorry, but that's very important. Like, whenever the characters, I, I don't say every single time, but there are, like, a few key pieces that I want flashbacks for. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then the next one the biggest of the th- of the list, basically, is the big three. Yeah. Now, earlier I said the big three was Percy, Annabeth, and Grover, which, yes, they are. But the big three... No, they're the three, golden trio. The golden trio, whatever. I think that's what The call big them. three is Poseidon, Hades, and Zeus. 
the big three and their pact. So in the books, mm -hmm. the three of them make a pact on the River Styx to not have any children because who have because their children will be the most powerful demigods right. and i think a lot of it's based out of fear you know they don't mm -hmm. want their children well, because to i think don't they Kronos, say that you know well, they also don't they don't they also say that their kids caused a war yeah and that's point? and that's the thing is like they don't want that to happen you know right. they're they're scared essentially but of obviously course, we all know none of them follow first that. of all um hades you know he's the he's the rebel he's gonna be like that poseidon fell in love and Zeus, Zeus is a whore. whore. He is a whore all the way. That's just how it goes. I need to see man whore Zeus. Oh, please. Please, As please. much as Disney Plus will let us have. Bro, I mean, they're going to let us have a lot. I mean, we've gotten all the Marvel shows on there, and those yeah. are a little, can be a little hinky. Um, so, we need it. I, I don't know why, but immediately I'm picturing, like, Jensen Ackles playing man whore Zeus, and just, like, sitting there mm -hmm. doing, okay, just, like, sitting there with just, like, just being like, what's up? And everyone just being like, Zeus. Like, no. Okay, don't give me that look. I'm just like, I can't picture him as Zeus. Don't give me that look, though. That's just what popped into my head. So you I can know. shut it. I'm just saying, I personally can't picture him as Zeus. I'm aware of that, Jillian. But that's what popped into my head. Okay. So don't give me that look. I will. I'm just saying. I know that you're just saying. Because here's the and thing. I'm just saying that I can't picture it. Basically, we just need to see the big three we need to see them having an impact on the story because they're the pact that they make is the whole reason why the story happens right otherwise it would just be called the demigods <laughs> it wouldn't be called percy jackson because he wouldn't be the focus of them saying hey your kid you're not allowed to have him what's going on here right it would because like you know obviously he doesn't know that his father's a greek god because in part because of this pact yeah that they made to not have children, Poseidon's like, I can't have, have contact, contact with, with you, yeah. you know. Which is, you know, what's really funny to me is that they supposedly had no idea that Percy existed. They're the gods. Can't they just look down and be like, oop, you shouldn't exist. That's, oop. I, like, it makes me laugh that Zeus couldn't just be like, lightning bolt, just kill him. Like, I, well, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, I know it would cause, like, a giant war, but I'm just saying. But also, I don't think that they know who they're like brothers children are necessarily I mean, unless they already know that they exist well then how can they call themselves gods if they don't have that ability like i it's just it's, i mean it's the same thing thinking about with like how voldemort could have just been like he's a baby just chuck him out the window and all <laughs> your problems are solved like zeus just yeah. strike a lightning bolt and all your problems are solved yeah. I'm just, you know same thing yeah I guess. but like but it's like here's the thing yes i want the gods involved in this story but i don't want it to be like how it was in the movie yeah in the movie it was a little bit overshadowing Essentially, um, because mind you, they had, um, who was Sean it? Sean Bean. Sean Bean, which like, if you put Sean Bean in anything, he's going to overshadow everybody because he's Sean Bean. And, uh, I want to say his name is Owen, but that's his name in the show, Grey's Anatomy. That's not his actual yeah, name. Yeah. Um, but basically Owen from Grey's Anatomy plays Poseidon in the movie, which I'm sorry, that doesn't, he's not Poseidon to me. He's not. So it just, it took and over. And like, and like the movie starts with Zeus and Poseidon. But that's not. But that's not. Like it, this, like story wise, we're not supposed to quote unquote know about the Greek gods. Yeah, you know? we're supposed to find out along with Percy. Exactly. So it kind of it kind of defeated the purpose. So like you know? opening the movie on the gods kind of I feel like takes away from what the story is supposed to be. I feel like honestly, I feel like part of it was them being like, oh, we have Sean Bean. Oops, gotta give him a major part. Like I'm sorry, but no. 
And then, like, having all the gods and goddesses there at the end of the first movie, that's not how it happened. Like, they're not supposed to all be there. They're only, I think in the books, the only times they're all there is at, like, the winter and the summer solstices. Yeah. So it just doesn't, it doesn't work. And so having them be overshadowing was not going to work. They need to be in the background, essentially, Mm -hmm. like they are in their children's lives. Yeah. So it just makes sense. Um, And then, okay... Another one, and it's kind of, like, not important, but also important, The Fates. Um, The Fates, I'm still going to put it out there that me, Jillian, and Sarai, we are all pretty short. <laughs> we are all pretty much look alike. We can play Just your Fates. give us some old age makeup. Let's be do fine. it. We will I'm be down. okay. I, I don't care. I will do I'm it. I'm down for it. You, you Give it to us. Just Be a part of one of the greatest TV series experiences. I say you this. put out a casting call for uh, Sisters. Just put out our casting call for three sisters to play the fates, and we will do it. We'll give it. We'll do it in a heartbeat. I'll we'll do it. Sarai will. Sarai doesn't have a choice. She'll. She's gonna do it with us. Like that's just yeah. how it works. Um, and so this thing, because this is. I mean, you, it is semi important because. <clears throat> yeah, and well, one we of the because Percy sees them in the first book, like one of, within the first. I think it's in the second chapter. Yeah, one of the, the well, one chapter. of the things I read about with this was basically giving the fates they're more of a storyline seeing them kind of in the background seeing them bringing campers to camp Mm -hmm. seeing them with their knitting needles and their you know thread and whatnot or their yarn i think it would be great Mm -hmm. if we just see i just want to see three little old ladies in the background just knitting all the time just just all throughout just throughout new york city just see them (laughs) in different spots be like okay well obviously there's demigod over there how about they basically do the same kind of deal they did in uh, It Chapter 2 when you see Pennywise, the old lady in the library, where she's just, like, blurred out in the background, just Never skittering away. It. It's great. <laughs> just you can watch it. Um, that. Like, that kind of thing. Like, they're just in the background. Just, just no reason. Just there. Or even get, like, three of the most famous old ladies to play <laughs> them. Okay, get Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, Maggie Smith, and... Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Those three, please, <laughs> as the three. fates. Please. That'd be good. That'd be just good. sitting there, just knitting in the background, just having the time of their lives. I think funny. it'd be wonderful. That'd be funny. Um, no, so but it's like, like they are semi important. They're not like heavily important to the entire story, but at least in the first, in the beginning of it, because Percy sees them snip the yarn. Yeah. And so then he thinks that it's his, but I think it's actually Luke's, isn't it? I think so. Because like him and Luke's destinies essentially are tied together. Yeah. So it, it's a big thing, you know? Um, another, another important one is the domains and mm. the demigods not being able to essentially cross over into other gods' domains because Percy, he can't go up high. He can't fly up high because can't it's go on domains. And then you have the same thing with like a lot of demigods not being as well underwater mm-hmm. as Percy is. It's, it's harder for them to go underwater because Percy is the son of Poseidon. He is that. He can literally make air bubbles so that other people can breathe underwater. You mean uh, so he can kiss his girlfriend underwater? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, so it's like, it's a big thing. And so the fact that we just have, like, Percy just, you know, it just doesn't, like, in the movie. Because I think there's a point in the movie with, um, oh, what is it? When they're on top of the, when they're on the very top of the Empire State Building. Uh-huh. Like, that, technically, he oh. shouldn't be able to be up that high. Because does, does he put on the flying shoes? <clears throat> he does, he also does puts he... on the flying shoes in the movies. And he, and he, he ends up not doing, because they end up, in the book... Grover's yeah. the one that wears them because Annabeth tells him, you know, that's essentially flying. And you can't do and that. And you can't do that because you're yeah. essentially in so Zeus's territory. it doesn't territory. work. So you, we need that. We need more of that. I want to see Percy's 
inability to go in a, on a plane. Like, I want to see that thing. I mean, like, I don't think we see him on no, a plane. No, no, no. But, you know, that's not what I mean. I, I mean, like, mean. that moment of him being like, yeah, no, I've never been on a plane kind of thing. Or I've right. never, that kind of thing. I want to see that. Um, another thing is um, Grover and his search for Pan. Yes. And getting his searcher's license. That needs to be more integral to the story. Because we don't even hear about it in the movie. Yeah, and, and mind you. He already's you, got his horns in the movie. Mind you. Doesn't this, he? No, he doesn't. He gets them in the movie. Right. Mind you, this list is basically for the entire series, not just for the first season. Right. Okay. Um, so Fingers crossed him get five seasons. Yes. Him and his search for Pan um, and, you know, having that ability to earn his searcher's license and kind of grow into being this powerful satyr mm-hmm. that he wants to be, you know? It, I want to see that. I want. We didn't get that in the movie. You see the desperation, mm-hmm. essentially, that he's dealing exactly um and then (laughs) the one that they did not put in the first movie but they put in the second movie because they thought why not do that you guys didn't get in the first one so obviously just do it in the second one mr dionysus mr d mr d literally like basically he's literally the camp director why was he not in the first like i don't understand i mean i love um getting uh who was it um Oh, what's his name? The actor who played him. Uh huh. Uh-huh. What is no? What is his name? Don't just say uh huh. <laughs> Tell me his name. I know who you're talking about. Yes, I just but can't that doesn't think help me. Name. That doesn't help me. I can't think of his name. Oh my gosh! Look you it up. You are no help right now. Look it up. You are you, you just saying uh huh doesn't help me it's at all. I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. He's very famous though. I know that. No duh. Um, I just don't know his name. Stanley Tucci. Thank you. I, you are no help to me See, whatsoever. See, I knew he was famous. Really Stop famous. It. Stop it. It's like I could picture his face, but mm-hmm. I could not put the name to it. Okay. And that happens all the time, though, with both of us. Yeah. But, person, I know a lot of people want Danny DeVito to be Mr. <laughs> D. I can't see it, honestly. I think you it'd know, be funny, though. I think, be, you know who would be great as Mr. D, I think? Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I could Paul see Paul Giamatti that. would be great as Mr. D. I think Mr. I could D. see it. He would be fantastic. I'm going to need someone to do some fan art so I can picture it a little better, but I think I could see it. I think it'd be great. Um, because, like, Mr. D, He's he, may, part of... he may not like the campers, but he will protect them at any cost. Mm-hmm. He doesn't matter. Like, he, he, he may be, you know, bitter because of his punishment from Zeus, but, like... Well, we also find out that, I think we find out eventually that the reason why he is the way he is with the campers is because he doesn't want to get attached Exactly. And that's, that's a big thing. You know, that's why he calls them, you know, him. The wrong name. Perry Johansson and, uh, Perry. Annabelle, I think. Annabelle, yeah. Perry Johnson. Like that, that's why. Because Because he doesn't want to get attached. He's lost campers before. He doesn't want to get attached. And it's understandable. But he also needs to be in the series. He really, he just, he has to be. Um. Another thing that needs to be in the series, um, and I don't remember this one as much. Um, they mention it more. I think I remember it more because of the the musical than mm-hmm. I do the books. But the dream communication and the campers getting messages from their parents in dreams. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I honestly, I'm sorry, I don't remember a lot. I remember like ISIS. Uh huh. The ISIS messaging. Yes, but I don't remember necessarily seeing that or reading about that in the books. I I genuinely like. Don't obviously, remember. we know that. Because obviously, since it's from Percy's perspective, we know that he, he experiences does. that yeah. when he first arrives to camp. Yeah. Um, and we, I know we see it throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I think in the second series, we see it happen a few times. So there's a few moments. But, like, I, 
I think it would well, be cool. And, and that's a big part of the story, too, because yeah. that's essentially how Luke is able gets to... influence. Yeah. So it's a big thing. It really is. Um, I wish I remembered more of it. I do. Um, I'll reread the books. And I'll then, finish. okay. Uh, the, the most um, disservice to the fandom is the fact that Blackjack was not in the series of Black movies. Blackjack! Um, the most loyal companion ever. Blackjack. I heard, I know, I'm pretty sure you saw it, but there was a suggestion of John Mulaney yes! voicing Blackjack. The only person that matters to be back. <laughs> like, I think that uh, would be okay, pretty fantastic. I think either John Mulaney or, or some like heavy, <clears throat> who is okay, so, some heavily Italian <clears throat> I've seen of accent. John Mulaney or, um, oh, who's the one I just thought of? Um, Nick Kroll was the one I was thinking of. Okay. Or, um, John Ralphio Saperstein. Yo. I think he'll be... What's his name? What's the actor's name? Uh, Ben Schwartz? Ben, no. Yeah, Ben, ben yeah. Schwartz. I thought it was Ben Shapiro for some reason, but that's from something else. I'm pretty sure it's Ben Schwartz. I hope so. Will you look it up for me? Yes, I will. I don't know why I'm thinking it Ben Shapiro. Be Sh- I'm pretty sure it's Schwartz. Well, Ben Shapiro is a person, but not the one we're thinking of. Okay, I didn't think I didn't think so. Uh, ben, yes, that is who you're thinking. Is, ben okay. Schwartz, John, uh, John Ralphio. John Ralphio. Um, I think he would be awesome. As I think he'd be funny. Him, I think him or John Mulaney are my two. They, I think they would be the best as Blackjack. I think they'd be pretty good. It'd be pretty. And okay, I'm just saying, is it um, Argus in the in the series with the eyes? Oh, yeah, yeah, with the eyes all over his body. Um, we need that. Why, we need him. I, I need it. I don't even care. I don't even care if you give me an actor with a bunch of googly eyes stuck all over him. I need Argus. <laughs> I need him. He uh, would be wonderful. He'd be pretty good. Um, but Blackjack is literally, like, he's by Percy's side throughout the series. Uh-huh. Even like, in the second series, too. Yeah, you can't just not have him. I just need Can't him. have his horse. Boss. Can't, can't not have his horsey. Hey, Boss. His Pegasus. Yeah. Like, is Isn't Blackjack the original Pegasus? I think, Or no. I think I might be wrong. I don't know where you got that from. I think I might be wrong. I think you might be wrong, too. I don't know for sure. But Blackjack is the original sidekick. Let's be real. Like, he's awesome. He's great. He's we need great. Blackjack. Um, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. One thing they got wrong in the movie that pissed everybody off is Kronos. And his, um, <sighs> his, what, 12 minute appearance he doesn't in the second book movie the final one and even (coughs) then he he doesn't appear until the final book and even then he only appears when he takes over luke's body exactly that's like like come on that you can't just some rock lava demon thing that's not how it goes and like his storyline takes the entire five books Mm -hmm. it's not the first book or the first movie And the second, like that's not that's not it how it does. It get wrapped up in the second one. Mm-hmm. It gets wrapped up in the fifth one. <clears throat> exactly. Okay. So. And this is one that we talked about. I was talking to her about earlier. Is um, Artemis and her hunters. Yeah. Or her huntresses, whatever you want to call them. I'm pretty her sure hunters. The hunters. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Hunters. The hunters of Artemis. Um, please, please. Ooh, who would be good as Artemis? Because Artemis obviously. It's supposed, it's supposed to be, to be like, a, on the younger a, yeah, side. Yeah, probably, what, 12, 13? Somewhere around there. Probably, like, the, you know, like, preteen. Yeah, preteen, teen era. Um, I think, oh, who was the young girl? Why did my mind, my head immediately go to um, Rachel, Rachel Z- Z- Zegler? Zegler? Zegler. She'd be good. 
But I, I would picture her as more of, um, maybe as more of an, um, what's her name? Uh, Hestia? Kind of younger, but kind of I think down Hest- to earth. Hestia is supposed to be like really young, I think. How old is Hestia supposed Isn't to be? Isn't she supposed to be like 12? She's supposed to appear as a 12 year old. I thought that was just Artemis. I can't remember, honestly. Um, but anyways, or her, ooh, or even as, um, maybe she could even be, uh, who is it? Um, uh, maybe even as Persephone. She has that gorgeous Greek goddess type quality to her that I love. Who are you <clears> thinking of? Though? Um, what is her name? She was in, oh goodness. Hold on. Let me see. Goodness gracious. I am losing my mind here. We all are. Summer Fontana. Okay. She played Hope Michelson in the originals on, mm-hmm. uh, CW. Mm-hmm. I think she'd pretty, do pretty good because she's in the, she's about the age range now. I think mm-hmm. she is... Let's see. She was born in 2008. What? Yeah. That's so that, weird. Well, I mean, to be fair, the sh- the originals is set. I know. You know. I know. Seven years in advance or something. I know. So she's about 13 right now. So I think by the time they would start shooting um, Artemis' scenes, they she would be about 14. She could probably pull it off. Um, I think she'd be pretty great. Maybe. Ooh. How about even Millie Bobby Brown? Please. I would love to see her in the series. I feel like I feel like they could also get away with getting a, a relatively unknown actress for Artemis as well. Well, yeah, but like, and I'm just saying, like, yeah, it would be kind of it would be cool to see somebody we know already, but it also would be kind of mm-hmm. cool to not see some like see an unknown. Yeah, um, there's just so I many. Like, I know a lot of people have done fan casts for Artemis and Apollo, but I I feel like with them, I feel like they could also get away with getting relative unknowns well, yeah. for both of them. Yeah. I think because um, I feel like they're you know they're both supposed to be on the slightly younger side of the Greek gods. Yeah, obviously uh, Apollo is a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know we know they're twins, but their appearance—he's supposed to look older than she is. Yeah, I feel so. like he's supposed to look like he's probably like mid to late twenties. Yeah, and then she's supposed to appear like she's you know preteen teen. Mm-hmm. So, whatever, you know, what works. Um, but, you know, either way, we but need we Artemis. Need to see Artemis and her hunters. And I but need they to see them as they badass. They come until the third one, right? Yeah, the third one, because the third one is, the end of that one is where Talia decides to join the hunters of Artemis, become immortal, and give the campers more time, basically, right. to save the camp, um, essentially. So, I need to see it. I need to see Zoe and oh, all Zoe. of it. Uh, please? I know it's heartbreaking, but I want to see her anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it would all be wonderful. Can we get Yara Shahidi in the show? Mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. She would be fantastic. I, I, I don't, don't know, know why. Role. But, huh? I don't know what role, but I could see her. I could see her. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be great. Just saying. I don't know why she popped into my head, but she's <laughs> she's there. She's in there. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, another most important character, a couple of most important characters, uh, Bianca and Nico. Yes. So obviously we don't meet them until book three. Um, and they are two of the most important characters, mm-hmm. whether you want to believe so or not. Um, Nico, love him. Mm-hmm. Baby, always. Angel. Um, Bianca, taken before Tragic. her time. So tragic. But they are so important. They're mm-hmm. so integral 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 thank you 
to Percy's story and to who they all are mm-hmm. and uh, how and basically es- what happens and es- to them. especially Nico later on mm-hmm. too as he starts to you know kind of come into his own exactly and who he is and so having them I it kind of and they're ones those two are ones that I want to see up-and-comer actor like new yeah, fresh yeah. face because they are so because here's the thing with those two you need to find people who can kind of emulate that was it 1920s i think so like that 1920s kind of feel mm-hmm. because wait no 1930 yeah so 1920s i had to think of the musical and be like what year was it again um so they would be they i feel like they would be really good to have really fresh-faced mm-hmm. actors and actresses mm-hmm. um i think i i mean that's just my opinion i but i also cannot wait to see them mm-hmm Please let me get. Let's get to season five. Let's just get all the way through. I just want to see it all. I well, want I mean, to see it all. They come in in season three, so. But I don't care. I want to see up to season five. Like I want to see it all. Um, I do think it would be fun to have a little, maybe not like, a direct cameo in the first season, but some kind of hint in the first season when maybe, they're at the Lotus Hotel. Maybe what we get because is because obviously. <clears throat> I don't think that they interact with them in the first. No, but what we should what we should get we know that they were there. What we should get is the three of them. They're walking through the hall. They're walking through the casino. We see all the the slot machines and whatnot. They're all going, and then just off the corner we see uh, like a young girl and her little brother playing on a slot machine. Just and we know immediately who it is. We know who it is because it barely focuses on them for like a couple seconds longer than everybody else. And you're like, or we just hear like in the background, we just hear Bianca, Bianca. Maybe we get a little kid bumping into them running by, just being like, sorry. And then we and then we just hear Bianca, wait up, and we just see them go. Yeah. Please, I need it. I need it in all my heart. I will play Bianca. You are too old for Bianca. I can. You're be also young. not Italian. You know, that's why it's so difficult. I want to be one of them. <laughs> this is the issue with you guys making this show now. Is I'm 22, going to be 23. I can't play half those campers. It doesn't work. I'll play Artemis. Why not? I look young enough. I'll be somebody. Yeah. Badly. Uh, it works. Um, but yeah, we desperately, desperately are waiting. Cannot mm. wait to see Nico, especially Nico. Yeah, and it's Nico in his excited little ten-year-old self with oh his myth of magic, and then becoming emo overnight. Oh please! And if we don't his, get his bomber jacket, if we don't get to see emo Nico with just with just hearing "I walk the lonely road," just hearing it in the background. I mean, let's be fair. If they can play it in Peter Rabbit too. They can play it in the Percy Jackson series. I'm just saying. I, if they if they do it right, the soundtrack for the show is going to be fire. Please. Gonna be so I need good. to hear Avril Lavigne, uh, I Hillary think that's Duff. What, I think that's what most people, have, most of the fandom has agreed on, is that the soundtrack needs to be, like, early 2000s mm-hmm. songs, because that's just, like, what most people... I think most people have agreed that the series takes place in the early 2000s. So well, like, yeah. We need... Nobody wants it to take place in today's world. No, Nobody no. wants that. We don't need that. Nobody wants to see TikTok dances on the street. No. Um, another thing I know that a lot of people are really excited for is not only the romance between Percy and Annabeth, which, mind you, the one of the, I think the greatest thoughts for me to come out of this is that kids now are going to see mm-hmm. a mixed race young couple on screen they're going to see percy and annabeth 
falling in love with each other. And they're going to see him falling in love with her intelligence. Exactly. You know, and that's the biggest thing. Exactly. So I'm really happy that we're that you're going to have kids now who are going to say, "Hey, that's me and my best friend. Mm-hmm. That's us. That's who we are." Like it's right. it's incredible. Um, but not only seeing their romance and how they become go from this kind of frenemies to best friends to boyfriend girlfriend and to seeing that you mm-hmm. know develop. But also, we're going to see Grover and Juniper. Yes, Juniper. Oh, please. please. Cannot wait to see her little, her cute little... Her tree. Her little tree. Like, oh, come on. And then um, you have Clarice and Chris. Yeah. They're going to be great. I don't know who would play... I don't know who will be a good Clarice, but like... I don't know. I don't know why I'm all... Desperately need her. And here's the thing. She was too hot in the movie. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, believe me. She was way too hot in the movie. She's not supposed to be that hot. No. She's supposed to be that kind of burly... She's supposed to be, you know, like, average looking. Yeah. And it's just one of those things, you know? Not saying that she has to be, you know, gross, but she needs to be... Look like a normal teenager. And all of the actors and actresses in the movies were adults. Were hot. (laughs) They were hot. Teenagers aren't that hot. They're not uh, hot. No. So, like, we weren't that hot as kids. Everybody's awkward when they're in their preteen <clears throat> Everyone years. is. And I don't know why I was so sure that in the books she was, like, she had super, super, like, frizzy, curly brown hair. I don't know if that's who I'm thinking of or if I'm, like, mixing I... her and Rachel Elizabeth Dare together. I think that Clarice, I think that her hair is, like, stringy brown, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know why I thought it was, like, super frizzy and... And I, like, I understand where you're coming from, though. Um, but, like, her and Chris, please. That's going to be good to see. Yeah. I don't know why. Also, I'm thinking of Rainy Rodriguez playing her. But, you know, that's a side note. Um, and then the short-lived Selena and uh, oh. Selena and Charles. Oh, I um, need to see that. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be the most heartbreaking be so part heartbreaking, of the series. Though. Yeah, for sure. Is to see that fall out and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, I don't need it, but I need it. I need all of it. But not only that, we're going to be able to see... And, and uh, here's the thing, though, is that fans of the books are going to know right away when we see them, like, how, how like, tragic their story is. Mm-hmm. So new fans coming into it Ooh. are not going to know. So then when we get to the final season and everything that goes down, they're going to be like, what? what? They're going to be like, wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. What? Say that because again. obviously, because I think that in the second movie, they show or they name drop Selena, Selena and... And Charles. I thought or they Chris. showed Charles. Oh, I think that they show Chris. Is it Chris? Because I think they show Chris in the alley with that weird device thing that he Honestly, has. Honestly, I haven't seen the second movie in so long. I, I don't remember a single thing that you're talking about right now. But I I need to look now because um I'm pretty sure that Selena is either mentioned or something because I remember people talking about how they were mad that that happened in that movie because in the books it's supposed to be you know it's supposed to be like this big shock that selena was a spy in yeah. the camp the whole time exactly hold on let me see this actress who played clarice i know she was in something else um because she played clarice in the movie and she was in what was she in that we've seen i know she was in something um yeah, okay, so the actress who played Clarice in the Percy Jackson 
Sea of Monsters movie played Rosie the angel in Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, you're right. So that's one thing, okay? Um, and she also played Sloane Riley in um, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> so that's one thing. Um, but then, let me see. So we have Grover, Luke. Also, okay. I wouldn't be mad if Jacob L came back to um, cameo in the series. Yeah. Um, and I played... think a lot of people agree that he was a good Luke. <clears throat> he was a good Luke. He just was a little too old for Luke. Yeah. Because Luke well, is only supposed to be... Well, he's supposed, because he's supposed to be a few years older than So he's supposed to be, what, like 16, 17? Something like that. I think. Um, In the the movie, I think he was supposed to be, like, 18, 19, which kind of, it doesn't, like, you're, most of them, like we said, most of them don't live that long. Well, well, I think that... I mean, I guess Luke has been in camp his entire life, so Right, so it's like, they, when they're at camp, they're safe. When they're not at camp, obviously they're not safe. But I think that, I think that one of the big issues with that is that I'm pretty sure that they mention, like, in the later see- in the later books, how, like, certain campers are older, and so they're going off to college or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, and, and okay. so by having him that old still at camp, it's like, yeah. why isn't he going to college? And okay, college? so I know, so the Fates technically were in the second movie, okay? <laughs> but here's the thing. Credited on IMDb, they're credited, they're credited as Grey Sisters. Grey Sister 1, Grey Sister 2, Grey Sister 3. You mean the fates? That's what they're... But whatever. Let's see. Do we have... Um, I'm trying to see. Okay. Chrono... Oh! Robert Kep... Robert Kemp Nepper was Chronos. That's cool. The voice. Yeah. Um, and then... Cyclopses, Parcel... Oh, part. It's Parcel Store Customer, not Parcel. <laughs> So <laughs> well, because I was reading it, and there was, like, Polyphemus, or Polyphemus, Cyclops, Cyclops, and I was like, Parcel, and then I read the full thing, and I was like, oh, okay, I know what I'm saying. Yeah, Chris Rodriguez was in it. Yeah, I thought okay, so. Okay, here's the thing. The actor who played him, though, Gray Damon, you know what he's also been in recently? He was in state. He's in Station Nineteen, which means he's in like his forties right now, like thirties, mm-hmm. forties. Which means in the movie, he would have been in his like late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but no, <laughs> no, you don't get it. I was pretty. I thought that's who I was thinking of. That's right. who I was picturing in my head, but I couldn't remember his name. You don't get to cast a twenty-nine-year-old as a sixteen-year-old. That's not how that works. Well, to be fair, Hollywood. Okay, does it a but lot. you know what? Suck it. Um. Yeah, and then Selena was in it. She's yeah. uncredited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that like she was like briefly in a scene. I think on the on the yacht. Yeah. So it's like, and that's another thing. I don't think it's supposed to be a yacht. It's supposed to be a cruise ship in the book. Yeah, isn't it's the it? Princess Andromeda. Yeah, it's supposed to be a cruise ship. Yeah, because that's yacht. where they that's where they f- see um what is it? They find the... Blackjack there. Yeah, but also it's um who is it? But then there's just like all these monsters on board. Yeah, so it's like. We, I want to see them. I want to see that heartbreak. I want to see them in, I want to see them at camp in the first movie, in mm. the first book, or in the first series. I want to see them in the second one, in the third. I want to see that transition. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows? I really hope so. And here's the thing, okay? And I've been looking on IMDb for the last, like, week, trying to see if they've cast anyone else. And the only <laughs> three it has are All Leah, right. Arion, and Walker. And I'm like, just, mm, just put it all out there. Just tell me who it all is. Um, last but not least, though... The biggest, most important thing in this entire series is the mist. Yes, please. Nothing in this series happens without the... Like, the fight on the beach in the end of the first book is because... Like, the mist is there. Like, they don't know what's going on because of the mist. Mm -hmm. And, like, with the movie, 
They don't mention the mist in the first movie at, at all. And then in the second one, it's in a freaking spray bottle, like a it's, perfume it's bottle. A, who the hell would be carrying that around with them? It's like, no, it's not in a spray bottle. It's just a magical it's just there. layer that's automatically like, there's there no that need they can for, manipulate Like, there's they no need, need for Annabeth to worry about Tyson in the second film being seen as a cyclops because they wouldn't nobody would see that anyways because the mist is there right there's no need the mist is already there warping the mind there's just certain people who can see through it like rachel elizabeth there she can see through that mist right same thing with sally Mm -hmm. like there's certain people who can see through it and then they also like can i think manipulate it yeah but there's like certain characters that are a lot better at manipulating it like i think that I want to say Hazel is able to manipulate it, but I'm not sure. And so it's like having the mist in a perfume bottle was just ridiculous. Makes no sense. And also, one like like I mentioned, Tyson. I I so looking forward to seeing. I was pissed because in the second film they decided not okay. It wasn't even that. That didn't even bother me. It was the fact that because in the books Percy meets Tyson at school. Right. He knows him from school. Friends. Exactly. So the fact that he's just like oh. He's my new brother from camp. Like, no, you don't find that out until also, they've been friends. Also, Tyson is supposed to basically have like the the mind of like a toddler, essentially. Yeah, he he's not supposed to be well spoken. In the and film, the way he that is. the way that he acts and talks, he's basically supposed to essentially be a giant baby. Almost. Yeah, and and I feel bad using those words sometimes because I'm like, you know, but that is who he is essentially. He's not. He isn't. He isn't articulate. Mm-hmm. He isn't, you know, all there sometimes. And that's just how it is. And so, like, I want to see that. Right. I, I want to see him being that very vulnerable child, essentially. Mm-hmm. That Percy's like, hey, hey, it's okay. I'm your brother. I'm here. Like, I, I, wa- I definitely want to see that seeing... the evolution of their bond. Because, obviously, we know it's a very... It's a rocky start yeah, and even to their seeing, relationship. Even seeing him in... um even see, getting to see Tyson in Poseidon's workshop. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to see underground. Making I need to see underwater. <gasps> please. Please. I'm so looking. There's so much to look forward to with there these is. books. And, 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 and like, I, like I said, we were going to talk about later in the episode about um, casting uh, Sally. Um, Sally Jackson, my one and only request to be played is um, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> I, yeah, you've been on that kick for a while. I will die on that hill. I think she'd be good. I she mean, would be I'm sure there awesome. are plenty of actresses that would be I great. think Marissa Tomei or maybe I even... I can't think of any. Oh, who was I? There was another actress I was thinking of as we were talking. I don't remember her name anymore. Um, but Marissa Tomei would be good. Um, so there was another actress I was thinking of, and now I need to figure out what her name is, because I know... I'm picturing her in my head, but I can't remember what she's been in. Right. Um, I don't really have any like ideas of who would play Sally. I think like, I'm only, sure there are ooh, plenty of actresses. I don't know why also, it. but um uh oh, damn it now. I forgot her name too. Um Winona Ryder, maybe. Mm. Or she might be a little bit too old she for what we're picturing. Like, like we've talked about is Sally Sally's supposed to be young like ish. I feel like late twenties, early thirties, essentially. Right, because we know that she didn't finish school. Yeah. But was it high school that she didn't finish? Or was it high school or college or high school that she didn't finish? I don't remember. I don't know. Because we know that she was on the young side Mm -hmm. when she met Poseidon and had Percy. Yeah, so. And if Percy's 12, then she, yeah, probably like 
late 20s early 30s and there's so many and like she's one of those ones where i don't mind having like an older or having more an a-list actress as her right because because she's not in it that much prominently um maybe julia roberts Maybe. Or, uh, she'd be good, but she's not old enough, I don't think. Hmm. Uh, Florence Pugh. Yeah, I think she might be, She's not. But. I mean, I. I want her as Maybe I could see But I, I, either way, I want her as, um, one of the goddesses. Please. Ooh. Ooh. Make her one of Aphrodite's. No, I was gonna say even just make her, um, make her, uh, Persephone. Florence Pugh's Mm -hmm. Persephone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Florence Pugh's Persephone, and then just because having Zach Braff as Hades, so we can get boyfriend and girlfriend in the show together. Are they dating? Yeah. I did not know that. I might have read it and Cause then just, like, well, forgot. It's cause there's been a bunch of controversy because she's they're like 15 years apart in age oh. or something. Um, but I think they'd be great. Or who? Okay, no, I need to I don't, find... I, I don't know if I could see Zach Braff as Hades. No, no, of course. No, I'm, that's just who I was thinking of. Um, how about, though... You're just saying it to be funny. Yeah, because I think it'd be cute to get, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend in the same film together. That's always nice when they do that. Um, ooh, maybe Jennifer Aniston, but I don't think she could pull. Off. I don't. I don't think I can see her as Sally. No. I think the only one in my head that I can see is Marissa Tomei. <laughs> and because that's because what you everybody. See her as Aunt May. Not even that, but that's like most people that you ask will say Marissa Tomei as as Sally. That's just it works. And then um, Logan Lerman as Poseidon, please. Um, if you haven't seen that black and uh, gray salt and pepper hair of his, mm-hmm. please make him Poseidon. I know a lot of people want him to be Poseidon. I wouldn't mind it. No. And then, then, the one thing that I, the one casting choice I think every fan can agree on, Mr. Uh, Paul Blofus, played by none other than Paul Rudd. Yes, please. I don't know why everyone has just fallen onto this, but, like, everybody has agreed that Paul Rudd is Paul Blofus. It's the only thing that matters. And I just, I need it so bad. I need it to see it. Ooh, okay. How about, um, what's her name? Who played, um... Who played Hope Van Dyne? Oh, what's her name? Tell me her name, Jillian. I'm thinking. You're not thinking hard I'm enough. I'm thinking. Hold on. Evangeline. Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. Her. her. Her and Paul Rudd playing Sally Jackson and Paul Blofus. Is it Evangeline Lilly? Yeah, I think so. But like, <laughs> let's be real. Like they. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, um. <laughs> You just got all sorts of ideas, don't you? <laughs> I do, I do. You just keep coming up with new ones. I do. Um, what's her name? Uh, Evan. She is the daughter of. Oh, oh, hold on. Lily something? No, Liv. Liv, Liv Tyler, Tyler as Liv Tyler as Sally Jackson. Mm. Like, come on. I don't know if I can see that. Ma'am, you're just not thinking hard enough. Probably not. Like, please. Anyways. I'm sure there are plenty of good actresses that could. Yes, do it. but there's so many things in the series that I that they're to look forward to. Really, I know there's one scene in particular that I think they already announced that they're going to the be love tunnel, in the love tunnel, <gasps> please, at the water park. Yes, but also not even that. But okay, we need. Let's see. There's, I need to see the fight on the beach. That has to. I be... need to see the bathroom stall scene yes. with Clarice, please. Um, we need to see the get, him getting claimed. Yes. Um, it has to be done right. Yes, I need to see that floating. Um, obviously, trident. we need to see the scene in the zoo truck because that's a big moment <gasps> yes. for Percy and Annabeth. Yes, um, we need to see. We need to see them going and getting. Um, we well, we need to see. Uh, what's her name? Is it? 
Unless that's just in the movie because I don't remember the book right now. Hmm. Uh, the pearls. Because the pearls, well, I believe, the, are the just... the pearls, they get them from a water... That's right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of then. They, they get that literally... <clears throat> that could literally be just one scene. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Because in the in the movie, in they the decide movie, to make it... the entire movie. Which is ridiculous. Pearls, because that's not which, how that works. In the books, it's like a page and a half. Yeah. So, and if okay. That. Krusty? Yeah. Who's going to play Krusty? Who's, who's going to do it? I'll Maybe do it. get like... They should get like some someone who plays a perp on SVU, one of the creepers, <laughs> to be crusty. I don't know why that makes yeah. so much sense. Just just do it. Um, and I'm sorry, but how about they just have, like, Mariska in the series at some point be like, she's a staple of New York City. Oh, my gosh. So let's put her in there somewhere. You're funny. Please. You make me laugh. Okay, I you know. I think you're forgetting this show is being shot in I don't Canada. care where it's being shot, Jillian. I think she'd be wonderful. Okay, okay. Having, um, having uh, Chris Maloney as, as Zeus please why he's a man whore it works in the like not chris maloney but like <laughs> zeus is a man whore and i feel like chris just like has that that sexy energy it just works okay come okay. on like let's frowl sparza that'd be good you just want all your favorite actors <laughs> you don't care if they'd work and you just i want don't i really don't it's the same thing that people like the same idea people have of just like of, who is it getting um getting that one actor in twilight but not telling him that it's twilight and just letting him go and do his thing i, I want to say it was kanye west but i could be wrong <laughs> why kanye <laughs> remember there was like that post where it was like put kanye west in twilight but don't tell him that it's twilight and have when bella's just like you know your your skin is pale white he's just like girl i am black and her just being like you're a vampire and him just being like no i'm not like just i don't know why that popped into my head though know. But okay, there are so many good scenes. There are so many. I mean, so we many could things. be here forever listing them. Gabe, Gabe is a big thing that needs to be in it. Like he, the that, Camaro, the Camaro. I need to actually see them at the beach. Oh my gosh! Before they go to camp, uh huh. Because that's you know a big part of the Scorpion. Yeah, the Scorpion. But like at the beach, you know, that's where Sally finally tells Percy, starts telling him about his yeah. dad without telling him that it's Poseidon. You know. Yeah. Um, I need to hear the line about Sally being uh, a goddess among women yeah. or whatever Oof, it is. Please. I need to hear that line. Please. Um, I need to see Poseidon in his, in his shirts. Hawaiian shirts. Please. Yes. I need, I need the shell. Yeah. I need all of it. There's I, just so much. Cerberus. Cerberus. <laughs> please. And not having Persephone. Oh my gosh. In 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 Haiti and wrong time, guys. In the underworld. Wrong time frame. Doesn't she work. She's not supposed to be there. She's not supposed to be there. I mean, I loved having um, what's her Rosario. name? Rosario. Yeah, Rosario Dawson as Persephone. She was great. She did a great job. But, but she like, ain't no, supposed to be there. No, it doesn't work. I'm sorry, it doesn't work. She's supposed to be up on Earth with her mama. But whatever, that's whatever. fine. Doesn't matter. But yeah. Anyways, there's so many things that we want to see. We so many. Be here forever talking about it. Um. But other than that, I think we've covered what yeah, we wanted to basically. talk about. It, mainly, it was just to, you know, kind of talk about what's been going on and what we're looking forward to seeing, what we hope they don't do. Now, um, that, you know, now that we've had more information. information, you know, we've got in, they've announced different directors that are mm-hmm. going to be on the show. I think, like, the costume designer, they've announced her, mm-hmm. and they've announced... Um, there's like a concept, a concept artist that yeah. has been announced. So like, there's a lot of things. So there's so much that, to look forward to. Um, and I'm sure we're definitely highly considering 
depending on how they release episodes, I feel like with Disney Plus, I feel like they'll release the episodes weekly, like they tend to do with their shows. So potentially when the show does air, we could do um, an episode discussing each of their episodes because I know there's going to be eight episodes. There's going to be eight episodes. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how they're going to break up the first book into those eight episodes. Yeah, because um, it's... Because there's, you know, it's not a thick book, but there's no. a lot that happens. Exactly. So there's a lot that they could have a chance to expand on mm-hmm. certain things. Like, I I will say one major thing that I want to see is I want to see kind of Percy's, I guess... I kind of want to see Percy's life with Gabe and Sally. Like, I want to see a little bit more of that than we got in the books. Like, I want to see those moments of Percy coming home and just ignoring Gabe and, like, you know, having to defend his mom and all that. Yeah, because, like, you know, in the books, you know, he starts because his school is, you know, it's a dorm room. So, he's he's there all, like, throughout the year. Yeah. So he only sees his mom like on the holidays when he goes home. Exactly. So it, yeah, it, it will be interesting though. I do want to see more of him with. Here's the thing. I think blue the blue food, blue food. I think the actor who played Gabe in the movie did a good job. I, I think too. I would like him back for the series. I, I think, think he, he did, did great. Um, I think he'd do a pretty good job. So there's so much, so much. Um, and I definitely think we'll probably do episode by episode if we can Mm -hmm. um just make it a little bit easier on ourselves um rather than discussing the entire series as a whole and i I think that if they do release it weekly then it'll be easier for us to do that so that's and that's what they've been doing with a lot of their shows so Mm -hmm. i'm guessing that's that's probably what they're gonna go with so i think that about covers it yeah um so if you guys have any thoughts on the show on everything that's been announced already we would love to hear from you um, come on and let us know what scenes from the books you really would love to see in the shows, um, in the shows, in the show itself. Um, yeah. How excited you are for the casting that we've already gotten. Maybe who you hope to see in certain roles um, that haven't been announced yet. So please, please, please come online and talk to us. So we would love to hear from you. Um, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at JillyBean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N-729. And I am at Mama Relisi. That is capital M-A-M-A, capital R-O-L-L-I-S-I. And you can also find our podcast on Twitter and also on Instagram at TTFabPodcast. So come on and talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>